Welcome to 5 Messianic Minutes. What is a Messianic Minute? I'm glad you asked. Welcome back to another 5 Messianic Minutes uh, podcast from Lion and Lamb Ministries. Uh, today we're going to tackle a topic that is uh, not really new to a whole lot of people, um, but one that is all over the map, and that is the Sabbath. Uh, obviously, if you're listening to this, most likely uh, you have converted over from a Sunday Sabbath uh, going to church and uh, are now keeping Shabbat Friday night through Saturday. Yep. Um, there's a lot of different thought processes on that. That's not what we're here to talk about. But uh, in specific, when you look at what what you can and cannot do on the Sabbath, um, everywhere from people who have said that you basically lock down your home, you lock down your appliances, you don't turn the lights on, uh, the more orthodox Hasidic thought process, all the way to where people basically treat Shabbat as uh, just like any other day. But um, obviously there's got to be some sort of happy middle ground in there so uh what say you when it comes to honoring the sabbath and uh trying to keep it holy in the modern midwest well the uh the commandment obviously is to remember the sabbath day it's the day in which god rests god created the world in seven days or actually created in six and then he rested on the seventh um and my family growing up this this question obviously has come up constantly it almost like it comes up once a week uh, so imagine that um my family's always said that Sabbath is, should be a delight. It should be a delight to you. It is for us. It, it is a sign of the covenant that God made with us. And that it is a time in which we can rest and be refreshed. And it's like everybody needs that from time to time. So it's an amazing gift that God gives us to when God commands us to take a day off you should take a day off. That's just, that's for your benefit. Everybody needs to, to rest or their weary body from all the labors they do during the week. Uh, at the same time, it's also a commanded appointed time of God where it says, have a holy convocation. Have fellowship. Have fellowship with one another. Convocation means an assembly or a meeting or a, a, a play. It's either the, the actual, the act of meeting with other people or it's the assembly itself, the, what a con convocation truly means. And so when it comes to uh, your fellowships, your congregations, your churches, you should have a convocation on the Sabbath once a week, and because that's part of the commandment. There's other things to do with the commandments, not to kindle a flame, not to do any laborious work, and everybody always questions, what do those things mean? What, hey, can, what, I, can I start my grill? Can I have a hot dog on the grill on the Sabbath? Some people would say, no, that's kindling a flame. Um, is that any different than turning on your stove? That, uh, you that, that's the question for our modern day, because back in ancient times, kindling a flame was a laborious task. Yep. In fact, that commandment about not kindling a flame comes right on the heels of, you shall do no laborious work. Mm -hmm. It's almost like back in those times, fire was very necessary for life, for cooking, for heat, for all those different things. And so when it says, do no laborious work, the very next natural question in ancient times would be, well, what about starting a fire? I mean, we, you, we have to start a fire, and that is a laborious task. And it said, oh, by the way, don't do that either. Mm -hmm. And so that's, I believe, why that commandment's there. I don't believe that that, again, this is the interpretation from one brother to another. So each people have a different opinion. But in modern day, where we have a big lighter where you can go and start a fire, that's not a laborious task to light a fire. So that's what some people have said to where it's like, yeah, it's like to 
to strike a match on uh, Sabbath, many people, some might hold to a stricter sense of the of the text and the commandment and say that's that's breaking the Sabbath. Other people will see the interpretation is that's not a la laborious task, and that's why the wording is there in the first place. Well, what about a laborious task, as in like um, my son wants to go outside and throw the football in the backyard with me? Um, you know, some people see that as as laborious. Um, you know, what do you do in a situation like that? Do you let your son down and say, no, we're not going to go and play? We can't enjoy, we can't have fun on the Sabbath. Um, we can't do things like that. We can't go for a walk as a family. I mean, in Judaism and in a, in a, in a lot of elements of that, you don't. It's a Sabbath day journey. There, there, there's a question of a, what is a Sabbath day journey, and I think, I don't know what exactly what it is. I think I heard it was like two miles or something. Like you something, cannot, yeah, you cannot with walk more than two miles, and they've come up with a measurement. That is a decision that every household and every family member has to make. I'm not going to stand here uh, and tell anybody what they have to do with their family with certain situations because, like you said, if you disappoint your son, who, who wants to throw the ball. Now, first of all, you could take the time to teach your children, to be teaching them about the Sabbath, teaching them about the ways of the Lord and, and, and that kind of thing. At the same time, there's, if, if there's activity, like I said before, it, is, it should be a delight to you. And so you have to make the decision in your own household what is appropriate to do on the Sabbath. The other rule of thumb that my family's had for a great number of years is what would you do if you were going to have an honored guest come to your home? That's what you should do on the Sabbath, because it's the time in which we can invite the Lord into our home. So mm -hmm. then if you use that as a rule of thumb, you might look and you say, hey, would you, would you have a nice meal? Would yeah. you, whether you, whether you cook it or not, that's another thing because there is a commandment that says boil what you will boil mm -hmm. on the day of preparation. Um, but if you're going to pull out some cold cut sandwiches and you're going to make a meal or serve something to eat, would you do that if you had somebody over? Well, yeah, of course you would. You'd be hospitable. You'd do that. Especially if you were going to invite maybe a friend from your congregation over to your house, yeah. which we, yeah. which I would actually recommend that people do have, if you're going to have, have, the, fellowship Sabbath, time, have yeah. the fellowship time, maybe your congregation meets on Friday nights. Have somebody over on Saturday and, you know, serve cold cuts, fellowship with the brethren. And it's in my spirit, my gut inside me says there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. And that's what I would encourage other people to do when it comes to any question having to do with what can I do on the Sabbath. Let that Holy Spirit inside your gut tell you and communicate to you whether something feels right, feels appropriate. I think that is the helper that Yeshua spoke of, that we have each inside each and every one of us, that when you do something wrong, you know in your heart of hearts it was wrong. Yeah, because there is, I mean, even though there's a lot of scripture that talks about the Sabbath, some of it is very ambiguous. And mm -hmm. so how you apply that in the, the modern Midwest culture is... It, there's not a yes and no. It's not a check yeah. mark. And a lot of times, again, just like everything we've talked about in these podcasts, people are looking for check boxes. Can I check this off? Can I check this off? Okay, am I honoring God? But are they really listening to the Lord? Are they really actually going and asking the Lord what, what is right in my home? I, I think I'm doing a disservice to, to teaching the brethren if I tell the people, here's a list of do's and don'ts, follow this list. Rather than, that, that's like, that's teaching somebody knowledge rather than teaching them how to learn. Mm -hmm. And so my recommendation in all things would be go before the Lord, ask for his Holy Spirit to reveal what is right and wrong in your, inside your own household and let that communicate to you. If you feel mm -hmm. like something it just doesn't feel right to do, then, then don't do it. 
or if something feels like, or, or you have this question, but then it's all like, no, my, my gut tells me that this is okay. Mm-hmm. Or your gut tells you that it's something wrong. Follow that more so than the words on the page. Really, really, truly. Follow what the Holy Spirit, pray to the Lord, ask him to reveal those things to you. We have some guidelines in, in the scripture and in the text that can make, certain sense, make some sense. If you don't choose to not cook a meal on the Sabbath, but if you want to do all the preparation ahead of time, if you want to cook everything you're going to eat on Sabbath on Friday, amen and amen, more power to you. But then if you, in the process of, of any other choices that you make for the, for the Sabbath day, go before the Lord, especially when it's like, well, can I do this? Can I do that? Can I watch a sports game? Can I go to my son's t-ball game? Can I go to all of these different activities? Go before the Lord and ask for him to reveal that to you. And don't just, don't just take like some list or somebody else's opinion that might say, oh no, you shouldn't do that. Make a decision for yourself in your own household. We all have the scripture, but we also all have the Holy Spirit and that helper deep down inside of us that can reveal those things to us. And at the end of the day, Rest and enjoy. Rest and enjoy. Be honoring to God in, in all of those things. When you say it's the day of rest, I, I don't recommend that you go and just nap and sleep all day long. Now, there's some people that do very laborious work during the week, yeah. and that's the one time that they can do that. I have no problem with that if that's what they choose to do. But at the same time, you know, there's some other things associated with it, such as fellowship. Uh, yeah. Let it be a delight and uh, honor the Lord on his day. The same trappings of the Sunday morning St. Mattress comments that are always running around there. Oh, I go to St. Mattress rather than go to church. Well, same things can be also applied to the Sabbath day when you, you just go ahead and recluse yourself by yourself. Don't be cavalier about it. Don't, that's what a lot of people are sometimes. They're like, well, I can take it or leave it, or I can choose this. Like, I'm going to keep Sabbath this week, or I'm going to not keep Sabbath this week. No, don't be cavalier about it. Remember it, honor it, and that's why I recommend, and that's why I think people truly feel fulfilled going to their fellowship or the congregation every single week, mm-hmm. and that's what they feel like they've set apart the Sabbath day to have fellowship with, the, with their brethren. I think that's been five Messianic minutes. I think it has been.